Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, and ESPN News. We're getting to set for a big week two matchup between the Giants and the Washington football team. Presumably, one of these teams would be one and one after this game, like you would think. <laughs> Unless it ends in a tie, it's not in five. I've seen is, Washington and the Giants. I meant to ask but, you this. Yeah. Is it, what is it, what is Max Short for? Is it just Max or is no, it something? No, it's just Max. Just no, Max. I got, and no middle name. Uh, no m- middle name. No, no. I like I that. three younger brothers. One of them, you know, was, was, had a tragedy in the family almost 20 years ago, 17 um. years ago now, but it's Max, Sam, Harry, Jack. Not, none of those names are short for anything. No middle names. Hmm. It just feels like it would be something other than Max, right? Yeah, like call, Maxwell, I, Maximilian, something like that. Nope. I call him yeah, Maximus. Like Maxwell. I say Max, Maximus. Maximilian? Yeah, that's another one, Maximilian. But, huh. yo, call me Maximilian, son. No, there's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, it's just Max. Just Max. I like Maximilian. I could work. Go. There you go. What, what would be a nickname to Max? Axe or something? <laughs> that's right. Axe. You can't, there's nothing to <laughs> take off. There's nothing there's to take the, off. You just Max. There's no nickname. Big, big M. Like uh, Key. Big M. J. You know, big but M. Max, we're going to say just M. Yeah. <laughs> M is harder big to say M. than Max almost. I mean, MK. You can call him Big M. You can call by your initials, right? You can call him. You can call I mean, listen, you call big me what M you would want. Be, big M would be better. Hmm. Big M. Uh, you can call him Big M. I'm a little call, M. I'll call him Max. Yeah. What's up, <laughs> Big M? What's happening? But he's not big. See, if he was like big, you say Big M. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just a hard name to to have a nickname. Like Little right? M, like L I L, like Little M. Little like rapper. Lil. It's hard to call yeah, someone Lil. who's Lil. almost fifty. I'm forty eight years old. You get yeah, Little M. What up, Little like, M? <laughs> Yo, Little M, what you doing, man? You on your way to the show? <laughs> White hair in my beard and everything. Little M. All right, what listen, was your rap um, name? I, Max, man. I, well, I had one I can't repeat on the air now, but that. Oh, now <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, but but just Max. What was this? What? Rap. rap. Name. Yeah, rap. We're at, name. Listen, everyone in New York had a rap this name. This yeah. rap. We're asking you at Key J and Max see, on see the how Dr. Fast Pepper he got Twitter past feed. That. Okay, yeah, he, he he had, go you can go You didn't know how to record deal in '94? No, I didn't. Every couple either. months it comes up, people play the video, and like, I didn't know this. I've been what were you wearing? dealing like with this for 15 years. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling it up right now. I had a baldy. Yeah, you've bo- never seen this. I had a, bo- I had a, ce- no. I had a Caesar with a, f- I had a f- Caesar with a fade and a part. <laughs> the only I thing I know, the city. Only oh, yeah. thing I know, Max, for is I'm putting HBO it on silent on for, yeah. for the sake. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Uh, Let me look at that. Yeah, that, there it is, right there. Look, that's that's, that's, look, that's me that's in '94. Right yeah, with the green hoodie on, ripping yeah. it. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah. the back in By the way, I was all right. My brother you Sam, so I, I, told- was all right. I could stay in the pocket and stuff. Every, on every street corner in New York, you've, people, everyone rhymed. But my brother Sam, nastiest yeah, we you got, ever heard. Yeah, we're going to have to pull you ever that heard. up and put you, that on the national TV screen for you, me. Because- you, and, you and Jesse Itzler, man. I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you. Owner of the Hawks now. Y'all, y'all spit rhymes back in the day. <laughs> who, says, who says just back in the day, Jay? No, no, no. I want to hear a freestyle. No, I'm not freestyling. Oh my God. Okay. You're 50. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Key knows. Key knows. Yo, Key, go out and catch some passes. Yeah, I'm 50. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> All right, so the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Uh, I, I'm not going to move past it. I don't want Key thinks I'm rushing past it. I'm going to stay right here. Are we, can we talk sports or not? No, no we can deflect it very quickly. I'm just, I'm, I'm just smiling because Max the Rapper. Yeah. You know? 
How are you in L.A. with me the whole time? Max and Marcellus is on the air. This used to come up all the time. Listened. You used to be on the show. Cause he yeah, because Key comes in, and Key in his mind, he's just thinking about Keyshawn Johnson. This is the same Key that when we come on the show, <laughs> yeah. he hears his voice like, man, my voice sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? I was dialing in to Max and Marcellus? No, I wasn't. No, you were sitting in, you were sitting yeah, in the I studio know, with us. But I didn't know that you, it never came up. Yeah, I guess. No, I didn't know that you had a, 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 a rapper's background. There's a, there's a, there's a. Uh, an old joke in Hollywood, right? Where someone's reading scripts and they'll go, BS, 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 my line, BS, BS. That's key. Comes in, that, my line. That, that is absolutely, all I care about is what I need to take care of. Yeah. Bill Parcells told me before, worry about your own house from burning down. You can't save everybody. Now, now, let me tell you why that's, actually, Key's a good listener. He listens to what you say and he responds specifically. But, there's an ego there. Let's just put it that way. Oh, I got an ego. I'm going to stay having one. See, look. Keyshawn. Right, Jay? <laughs> what are you saying right there? <laughs> I'm the second pick. I get it. Mm. <laughs> Damn it. So what am I? The special, Ming, now what am I, the special guest like on the old uh, All in the Families or, you know, or like those sitcoms? We're a team. We're a team. We're a team. We're a, team. We're a mm-hmm. unit. That's how we operate. Look. Um, Inbound the ball and let me shoot. I'm going to take geez. 30 shots to Jay's two. All I need Why you I get two? Because I'm a hot dog. <laughs> I take, I swallow it all up like they say. I yeah. eat up the mic. We're asking you at Key, J and Max on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, who's going to win tonight's game? And 72% was it? Oh, 73%. Oh, 73%. Okay, so it came down 1%. Yes. Yeah, it was 73 right. to start with. Yeah, 72% say the Washington football team. Damn. Before we get to them, here's ESPN Giants reporter Jordan Renan pre- previewing tonight's game. It may only be week two. But this is a key game for two of the Giants' most important players. For Saquon Barkley, he's coming back from a major knee injury and is being asked to play in a game for the second time in four days. He admitted this isn't an ideal schedule for someone in his situation. The question can even be asked seriously, should he be playing for the second time in four days coming off a torn ACL? As for Daniel Jones, the pressure is on the Giants' quarterback. The pressure is on him to not make the same mistakes he's made throughout his first two years that he made again in week one. This is an opportunity for him to show whether he's capable of lifting others around him and being the franchise quarterback the Giants think he is. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So, Max, can, yeah. can I ask a question yeah, on top? Yeah. So yeah. I went back yesterday and watched the game, mm. and I, I jotted this down because I, I wanted to get Key's reference point on this. Before you even say anything, okay. i got to say one thing. Of everyone in the media, I think you pay the closest attention, Jay, to the details. Like this dude, so think about this, Key. Yesterday, Jay has a little free time, right? Mm-hmm. you got young kids at home, the whole thing, up doing the early morning show, and in that free time – you rewatch the game looking for details. Because I'm with Parcellian over uh-huh. here, a guy that can recite yeah. plays from back right. in 1998. I got, I got you. Damn, I need to bring <laughs> something to the table. What? Stop, yeah. Okay, so listen. In the Giants, in their six offensive drives before the game was out of reach, right? And there's 17 first down plays. On those first downs, this is what they call, Key. Nine running plays that went for a total of 26 yards. Nine running plays. A shovel pass, a run play that lost yardage. Six pass attempts, went, they went four or six for 68 yards in a TD. And a fumble by Jones on a scramble play. If the run is not there. Especially on early down, so you're always facing long. Why do they keep doing it? I, I sat there, and I'm writing it down. I'm watching it. I'm like, 
why do why do we keep going back to the same thing? It's not it's not working. Like so, when when do we start saying? I know we always get into this conversation about Daniel Jones and you know which ones that are more pressure or Saquon Barkley. I'm just staring at the damn TV every time they panel to Jason Garrett. I'm like, what kind of scheme? Certain situations. That's why I need you to break this down for me. Uh, will only allow you to do the things that you're capable of doing. It dictates it. it meaning like the defense may be set a certain way and you have to run those plays because you have nothing else to counter it. So you are Is that due to still, lack of creativity to counter those plays? Well, it's, it's due to, to maybe lack of personnel. Um, if, if players in that personnel grouping isn't playing – as well as you would like them. It's all it goes back to what Matt Nagy said, Max. I'm not Matt Nagy. Um who's the receiver? Not Robin. Not uh on the Bears? On the Bears. Not Robinson. The other one. Um, um the uh, Mar- uh, Marquise, uh, Marquise Goodwin. 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 Yeah, Goodwin. Goodwin. Like he said about running hitches when Jalen Ramsey is standing there and squatting uh-huh. on him. Uh-huh. That personnel may not allow to go over the top based on the quarterback that's throwing. So they only stuck with this. Right. The Giants personnel, whether it's the offensive line, whether he's not the running back, or whether it's the quarterback, may not allow them to do complicated things Coach within the just, offensive Coach system. Just, Bill Parcells was on this show how many minutes ago basically saying that, right? Like, well, based on the production it, and execution the they're though. getting, they're know, limited. But could you not – play more of an up-tempo style offense. But the personnel not... may not allow you to play it up. It's like in basketball and hoops, right, Jay? If you are a certain type of team, across-the-court uh, 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 type team, half-court sets, you're not a running-gun team. So your personnel is not going to let you run and gun. You're going to have to do the – you have to set the offense once you get cross-court. It's it's that's kind of what yeah, it is. I, I hear you, but that doesn't mean that you can't take advantage of opportunities if you think outside the box. If your half court sets aren't working, you I know, know how I mean? bad you want them to win. So bad, but it's so not going to happen. I right know now. that's my problem. You know what? I don't know. I, like I don't know who I, I I favor Washington. Right? They're both on a short week. Taylor Heineke is what? Like you know, I don't see any superstar there. Right? And he's young and inexperienced. And I, I don't know the. I think this is a winnable game yeah. for the Giants. And Denver the reason was a I winnable think, game for but, the Giants. But what I'm talking, I think Jay, what you're pinpointing to me is the. And you have brought this up, Keith, the predictability of yeah. Jason Garrett's play calling, especially on early downs, early in the game. It doesn't matter if they load the box; he is going to run. It doesn't matter. If Saquon's yes. healthy. This man is going to call run plays disproportionately early. The Giants will be facing third and long constantly. And it seems to not be a winning formula. Well, when he's calling running plays early, he's trying to get to a certain down and distance. Okay? First down, he calls a run play. He's hoping that it's second and four. That we <laughs> Me got too. six. Now you got two plays to pick up those four yards. Or you're hoping to get a chunk. Now it's second and one. The is Giants, he making the right bet, though? Isn't that it? Like, he's hoping, right? But, he's hoping. Would you, would, well, yeah, but you me, might me, be me, betting me. on that, right, to set something else up at some point in time. And now, all of a sudden, if I drop back and it's Daniel Jones and he's sacked, now it's second and 20. Or it's a false start. Now it's I second. I like you're but, calling but, the game but, tonight already. But Max, <laughs> he's, he's when, calling when, the game. When I, when, happen. I, when I bet, <clears throat> I look at the odds. Yeah. 
Hey, like, is he is he thinking about the odds when he bets? Because when I'm looking at the O line, I'm like, the odds of Saquon Barkley with that O line, even though he's extremely talented, coming off his ACL, not getting the load that we expect, ten carries. It bothers like, me so much about the line with the Giants, and then we we'll move on. But Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, a lot of stuff going on. But I think about the the attention paid and the resources paid to the offensive line. So Eric Flowers. No good with the Giants, but actually he's pretty good. It's not just drafting, it's developing, right? So a high pick, like the ninth pick in the draft, no good for the Giants, terrible. He's good now. That, that bothers me. You, can get a, you need a left tackle. Whitworth, well, he's too old. He winds up signing with the Rams. He's excellent. He's Giants, still playing. He's, still, he's great. He's, uh, Giants give all the money to Nate Solder, who's okay, right? Like, but, and right, not even that anymore. And now we're dealing with Andrew Thomas. They could have had any offensive lineman. They took Thomas. I will be fair. He was good week one. But that, they, they are not getting the line right. They're not getting the play but you calling also, right. But you also, as fanboys that y'all are, yeah. y'all also got to understand. Men, fan men. Fan yes, men. Yes. You also got to understand who they were going up against on the defensive side. Their personnel defensively might be better than, than the, the, the offensive personnel for the Giants. Yeah, every week it seems. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> but you go Von Miller and Chuck, right? Yeah. That, that's just it, well. you, so you got to set an edge a certain way. And and you you're dealing with guys that are better than your tackles, guards. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So you have to do things a certain way. We and Bill mentioned it when we were playing together. I did a better job at blocking our defense, our defensive ends and outside linebackers than the guys who actually were supposed to be doing it. So what we would do is say, well, we want to run Curtis Martin, so we got we to gotta take Keyshawn, put him over here, but we won't be able to throw the ball, so what are we going to do? Well, let's just give it to Dedrick Ward and Corbett and have Keyshawn block because otherwise – if we put Keyshawn at the receiver spot and leave this dude blocking, we'll never be able to throw. Yeah. So you got it's it's all chess match. Ma- yeah. let, me, let me ask you, Max, as a Giants fan, if, I, if you go back to the 2018 draft, would you have selected Saquon Barkley with the second overall pick? I hate to Just say, it. Okay. I love Saquon. Let, let I would not you, have drafted you a running back second. No. All right. So Quentin, me Quentin, either. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin Nelson goes six, right? Yep. I mean, he everyone goes knew six. he was the best player in the draft. Okay, fine. Three seasons, three-time Pro Bowl, three-time All-Pro left left guard in the second round. They go with Will Hernandez, right? That, think, that though, I thought Will he was going to be good. Is, what, what is he up to? He's terrible, but I okay. thought he was going to be good. He don't have that mean streak the, anymore? No. And the he's next pick after good. him, the he next pick block. after him, Nick Chubb. So you're yeah. like, okay, if those are little things. If you take a running back, second round with Nick Chubb, maybe see, you get Quentin Nelson. Yeah, you get Quentin Nelson see, and Nick I Chubb versus into, Saquon and Will But Hernandez, I get into yeah. trouble all the time when I say stuff like I'm about to say. Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley, same thing to me. I'm just being no, but honest I think, with you. I think, I think but that's I what get Jay, into trouble when I say stuff like that. People are like, are you crazy? No, but I think about same the same thing, man. Said, the, no, the I know. I get it. No, I get it. I'm like, but when I'm evaluating and I'm looking at prospects, that's the same guy for what I want to do. It's like no, Alvin Kamara. for the job. Think about it. Alvin Kamara right. and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That's the do same the guy. Same yeah. It's the same guy. If I put him in here and put him in there, we getting the same damn thing. It ain't going from A to Z. 
We get the same no, thing. That's why you don't draft a running back early up in the first that's round. What, that's what I mean, because exactly you, well, you, you, certain guys you do draft, but in the you first can round. find an approximation of yes, that guy. That is correct. Later on, so that is you, correct. And it's harder to find the crazy great defensive end. So you, so you grab him when correct. he's there. And also, is dependent upon where your O line is. The process actually make room for that running back if he is that transcendent of a talent. But just remember, Dave Gettleman has the job, and he's smarter than you, Max. Well, that's just remember that now. So he's not listening to anything you're saying right yeah. now. Yeah. Because he's smarter than you. Well, obviously, he's only had almost four years to fix a line that still uh, leaks. But, yeah, obviously. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max brought to you by Nature Valley. Music and lyrics. Sweet and salty. Roasted nuts and creamy nut butter. Nature Valley and the outdoors. Some things are just made for each other. Get two great tastes in one duly delicious bar with Nature Valley sweet and salty nut bars. Let's flip it to the other New York team real quick, guys. I don't know what's so funny, Jay. Um, what should we expect from Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson, uh, key this weekend? Well, one guy's going to have success. The other isn't. I wonder which one you think that is, right? Mac Jones success, Zach Wilson, no success. He's going up against Bill Belichick's defense and Bill and, and what they do. And, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of playmakers. This isn't one of those situations where he has the Rex Ryan defense and he's young like Zach. I mean, like Mark Sanchez, Zach is is it going to be a good player if they make the situation right for him long term? Right now, he's in a learning curve and a learning process. Uh, I don't anticipate he'll be doing much. I anticipate Mac Jones won't be doing much, but the situation around him will allow for him to do better because he's on a veteran team. Because Coach he has to do less, guys. right? Because he doesn't have to make mistakes. And he, mm-hmm. and he will be doing less. They will be protecting him and making it the environment safe. Don't crash the bus. No. Right. Don't want to do that. Don't even scrape it on the side. Just stay right in between the white lines. Last week told me I mean, just so much the, the, the dichotomy of what team you're on and timing. Can you talk a lot about timing? Just watching Sam Darnold and the weapons he had last week, Key. And then watching a guy like Zach Wilson, who played well. I mean, I, I think, you know, for a guy on the road, like a rookie, I mean, with what's fine. on his shoulder, he did fine. He did okay. I mean, he wasn't exceptional. No, he did, he did okay. But, like, what is he, what is he playing with, Key? No, but, 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 but you and I, or me, and then getting you to understand this, because you were beating me up for a while about Sam leaving and them trading him and doing all that. He has Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey accounted for yes. less, little less than 200 yards of total offense. He had Frank Gore. Frank Gore, not from 2006. Understood. Frank exactly. Gore from right now. Now, to be he fair, Frank Gore Le'Veon was the greatest Bell. runner in the 1800s that the, that the NFL had. He had Le'Veon Bell, not from 2014 with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a way different situation. All of a sudden, Sam Darnold looks really different. You guys now, all of a sudden, people are talking about, well, you know, he could have a really good season. Really? You think? You guys want to squeeze in a call in the next minute or two? Let's do it. All right. <gasps> Kevin in Alabama, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Hey, first of all, congratulations on the new show. It's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Um, Thank you. Second, Thank you very much. Uh, Max, yesterday I heard some talk. Do you have some sort of new show or something at 2 o'clock? This, this, just, in. this just in. Just this just in. This just in. 2 p.m. on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Two to three. Me, Max um, Kellerman. Real quick. Handsome guy. <laughs> Very handsome. Yes. Um, real quick, you take Reed, switch him up with Nagy, keep everything the same, what happens? And I only say that because I think at the end of the day, no matter what you got, it comes down to the coach. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Switch Reed. So Andy Reed on Chicago as a head coach. You know, it's going to be. Is that, it's, like a field, it's like a Fields-Mahomes comparison. Really. I understand. Yeah, yeah you're going you're gonna to probably have a better team, better situation. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think that better situation probably, don't mean you going probably, to the Super Bowl, but you have a better yeah, situation, an exponentially better situation. I used to think that Major League Baseball is a GM's league. Most important dudes, the GM basketball star league. Most important is the player football coaches league. Most important is the coach. But they have changed the rules so much to favor the offense and the quarterback. To me, it's like coach quarterback league. You got to get both those things right now. I would say basketball is a coach. I mean, look what happened with LeBron James and David Blatt. Sure, Bye. sure, Bye. But, like, but when you have LeBron, you're making a run. You know, yeah, you, you, drop him you, in Sacramento. You have Tom Brady, you're making a run. Drop him in right Tampa. Team. That's what I mean. Now the league has changed. Like, you can't breathe on the quarterback. When they, when yeah, that Kansas you City linebacker. But, but if you don't have a coach or a quarterback, you're in trouble. You right. Can, you can have right. a quarterback. You can have a damn good quarterback. But if that coach don't know what to do with that quarterback. But it's a coach's yeah. league. It's a coach's league. You know. But you, oh, you've always had to have a QB, though. You got to have a guy who at least won't mess it up. Yeah. Right? You have to have at least that guy. Uh, Ask Key Anything is Uh brought to you by Goldman Sachs. Marcus by Goldman Sachs Personal Loans have no fees ever. Discover more at Marcus.com. Coming up next, we'll continue to get you set for Giants Washington. That's after Jay has this from DraftKings. Yeah, it's good to see the teams back on the gridiron, isn't it? Lucky for us, that was just week one. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action for week two. So new customers, you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit by signing up using code KJM. Get in on all the action now. It's simple, guys. Just pick your lineup. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the NFL action. That's right. Feel it like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJM. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter code KJM to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. That's code K for Keyshawn, J for J Will, M for Max, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Well, I'm taking Washington. Tyler Heineke reminds me of a young Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Giants need to win the game. It's a a situation where there's a lot riding on the Giants for a number of reasons. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
That's me. Yeah. 94, son. <laughs> Wait, let me hear you lyrically. Let me hear you. Ooh. No reason, no need for Glocks or karate shops, okay? I was all right. As I said, everyone in New York rhymed as good as me. My brother was special, though. Special. Special. Yeah, we, got, we should be playing that. So you're one of those guys every break. tagging trains and stuff. I I would not never admit to that. <laughs> wait, wait, D Wood, D Wood, Damian Woody. What do you think about? It? Have you heard? Did you hear the lyrics? What do you think? Tell me what you think, D Wood. No, they they legit, man. I like. I, I heard it before. I think uh, I think Max had played it to, uh, played it for me before, like a while ago. So yeah, I, I peeped Max skills out before. Hmm. I didn't know Max was a rapper, D Wood. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I love that. You learn something new every day, Key. I've been yeah. paid my whole life to talk to spit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this business is no different. Maybe this whole get up don't even look like a rapper. <laughs> I'm 48 years old. <laughs> oh, the get up back in but the even, day, though. But even yeah. people that are 48 that rap still try to look like they mm-hmm. rapping. Not everybody. Not yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <sighs> so listen, Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance, as you can see. The brilliant ESPN NFL analyst and two-time Super Bowl champion Damian Woody joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Wood, we've been asking all day, all morning, bigger game for Daniel Jones or Saquon? Man, I would have to go with Daniel Jones. Um, you know, say, I know Saquon is coming back off of that injury, which was a pretty significant injury. Um, but the Giants need to figure out if they got the right quarterback or not. And the jury is still out on Daniel Jones as far as him being able to, you know, take this franchise forward in, in the near future. Um, turnovers are still, still an issue for Daniel Jones. But I know there's a lot of chirping about Jason Garrett and his play calling. And, and that's, a, that's another issue that, that needs to be talked about. But I, if I had to choose between the two, I would say Daniel Jones right now. Okay, so they start off on two. I predict tonight, right? So Friday morning. Who starts to get that they got a goals, right? Is it Jason Garrett? Is it Gettleman? Or is it the quarterback, it's, Daniel Jones? It's going to be Jason Garrett. I think Jason Garrett is going to be the one guy. If the Giants go 0-2, I think, that, uh, I think the block is going to get real hot with Jason Garrett, uh, particularly if that offense, you know, looks like the way it looked last week. So I think of the three key, I think it would be Jason Garrett. Now that Demarcus Lawrence is out for several weeks, with the foot injury in the Dallas Cowboys and in Collins, Lyle Collins, big right tackle is somewhat uh, dismissed for the next five weeks or so. Who's favored in the NFC East now that the Philadelphia Eagles found their quarterback of the future? <laughs> Key, Philly looked good. I know it wasn't a featured game with the Atlanta Falcons, but I watched that whole, that whole game tape. They dominated. They dominate the Atlanta Falcons. Particularly, they dominate the Atlanta Falcons on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Philly is elite on both sides of the line of scrimmage. They got young talent um, on, on offense, some really high-end young talent. And I think Nick Sirianni is, is, making, is specifically making this offense tailored for J- Jalen Hurts. And if Jalen Hurts can go out here and not turn the football over and just play to his strength, this Philly team is is, is going is a lot better than what people are talking about uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Wood, why is the offensive line better now for Philadelphia? Well, first of all, they're not they're not injured. Yeah. You know, last year 
you know, that, that offensive line was just decimated with injuries. So you're talking about a group now that's they're back healthy. They've always had elite talent up front. They're My well lot. coached. <clears throat> My lot is um, a monster, by the way. You see what he's been doing to guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're well coached. They got really good talent up front. And they were just, when I say they were just tossing the Atlanta Falcons out of the club, they were tossing them boys out of the club uh, last week. We had Jermichael Finley on the other day, and obviously take what he said with a grain of salt considering his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. But he did say something that was interesting about just Aaron not having that look in his eyes due to not being around in the offseason, that prep that it takes to get ready for the season. Do you think Aaron Rodgers just figures it out? I mean, I know he has a talent, but do, do they just figure it out and hit the ground running? Listen, I, I just, you know, you know, I think you said it right off the top. I, you know, as far as it relates to Jermichael Finley, you take it with a grain of salt because he's not in the he's not in the facility, he's not in the locker room. Um, I'm not gonna get too panicked about Aaron Rodgers after Week One. It was a bad loss. It was nowhere near the standard that Aaron Rodgers has for himself. Um, I, I, I do think that he needs a really good showing this Monday, this upcoming Monday night against the Detroit Lions, who has a, a you know really bad defense. If they don't go out there and light it up against the Detroit Lions. I think people are going to start scratching their head and see and saying, well, what, what, what's, what's really going on with Aaron Rodgers? And, and is there internal turmoil going on with that team? You know, something interesting, Wood, that you said, they have, they, they dominate the line of scrimmage, the Eagles, right? I'm thinking about the, I'm thinking about the uh, NFC East because we got the Giants and the, and, the, and the Washington football team today. A lot of people like the Cowboys to start the season. But if you have a team that dominates the line of scrimmage, and they do, and you have a quarterback, and they really might, then the only piece left I'm looking for is the coach, right? Because if you also have the coach, then I don't see why you would take another team. Do they have the coach in Philly? Well, I think that remains to be seen, but I love the game plan that they, that they use against the, you know, against the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they, you know, between the, moving the quarterback around, design runs, all those type of things, getting the ball out of his hands quick, making, making sure that Jalen Hurts was making quick decisions, I, it was perfect. It, it was perfect what Nick, Nick Sirianni was doing as it relates to Jalen Hurts. And again, when you're strong up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage, that can take you a long way. So let's keep it in NFC East. Are, are you a believer, Wood, that Taylor Heineke can be the answer for Ron Rivera and the Washington football team? Or when you see a guy out there like Cam Newton, are you wondering why the hell aren't you guys getting a guy like Cam? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not as high on Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's best days are behind him. I think Cam Newton is maybe the most freakish athlete that we've seen at the quarterback position. But I think you know those skills have, have deteriorated some. Um, I, I think when as it relates to Taylor Heineke, remember this dude last year in the playoff game against the Bucks played really, 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 really well. I know he's inexperienced, but he has playmaking ability outside the pocket. He has a live arm. Um, and, there's, and there's a lot of unknown uh, with, with Taylor Heineke. So, you know, I'm sure if, I'm, if I'm Ron Rivera, I'm sticking with Taylor Heineke. He's been in the program, and I, th- I think he probably trusts him more than a guy like Cam Newton because this is not the same type of offense that they, you know, that they ran down in Carolina. That's ESPN NFL analyst Damian Woody on the Goodyear hotline. Thanks, D. Wood. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Take it easy. Yeah. Talk to you soon. We'll tell you why the Cowboys uh, losing this player, in case you haven't heard, is so detrimental to their chances. That's after Jay has this from Dr. Pepper. College football fans, 
after an off-season that felt a little more off than usual. Fansville and Dr. Pepper invite you to celebrate because college football is back, and so are the fans. That's why I'm yelling, because I'm excited. Yes, it's the most wonderful time of the year again, the season of Saturdays, when rivalries run deep and nacho cheese dip runs even deeper. So crack open an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, warm up your cornhole-tossing arm, and return to glory with an all-new season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Not having Demarcus Lawrence for an extended period of time, I, I feel like that puts a big dent in their hopes of what this season could have been. The good feelings the Cowboys had coming off the close loss to Tampa Bay in week one, well, they're now gone. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The good feelings the Cowboys had coming off the close loss to Tampa Bay in week one, well, they're now gone. So many moving parts. There needs to be some consistency. Not having Demarcus Lawrence for an extended period of time, I I feel like that puts a big dent in their hopes of what this season could have been. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter joins us now on the Goodyear Hotline. Shefty. Shefty, thanks for jumping on with us. Good morning yourself. What's the latest on Demarcus Lawrence's injury? Well, you had an idea that it was going to be one of those days for the Dallas Cowboys when they went out to practice and their assistant defensive line coach, Leon Lett, suffered a knee injury before practice in which he had to be carted off and now needs knee surgery. And shortly after that happened with Leon Lett, Demarcus Lawrence is on a routine pass rush practice play and breaks a bone in his foot that now will sideline him six to eight weeks. And that means the Cowboys are without Leon Lett, Demarcus Lawrence. They're without Michael Gallup at wide receiver, Lael Collins at right tackle. And oh, by the way, they already were missing their second best pass rusher, Randy Gregory, who's on the reserve COVID list right now. So no Gregory, no Lawrence on Sunday to try to slow down the high-powered Los Angeles Chargers, and their great young quarterback, Justin Herbert. Shefty, what is the uh, Saquon Barkley health situation like for tonight's game? 
Look, it's not like the schedule sneaked up on them, Katie. Like, they knew this was coming. They knew there was an opener Sunday followed by a short week with a running back who's coming off a major knee injury. And so they've planned for this, and they've plotted for this. And on Sunday, we saw Saquon have 10 carries. And I would imagine you'll see something similar tonight, maybe slightly enhanced, maybe. But they're certainly mindful of the fact that that's a lot to ask a running back coming off a catastrophic knee injury the way that Saquon suffered it last season at Chicago. And so he is listed as questionable for tonight. The ex- for tonight. The expectation is that he will be out there and he will play. We'll just have to see how much work they actually give him. I don't think you're going to see one of those 25-carry Saquon games tonight, but he will be out there, I believe, barring some setback in pregame warm-ups. One of the Giants' former players, OBJ, will not play this weekend for the Cleveland Browns. We all anticipated, Shefty, that he would be in the lineup by now. Why is he still sitting on the sidelines? Well, I, who's we all anticipated to be in the lineup by now? I mean, he went Me? through training camp, and he never had any contact during training camp. He didn't take all the reps last week in practice. It was always going to be about how he felt. Now, if you watched him in pregame warm-ups on Sunday, he looks like he's definitely close to being ready. But, again, they're being very careful. I think... I think Odell wants to be 100% key, right? Mm. He wants to be 100% before he's back out there. And on Sunday, I don't think he felt like he was there. And so rather than have any questions, any mystery this week, Kevin Stefanski, the Browns head coach, went ahead and ruled him out yesterday. And look, frankly, it's a week in which they should be able to handle business no matter who does and doesn't play against the Houston Texans. The Browns are coming off a loss. They play the Texans. You certainly would like to have OBJ out there, but they have decided that it's better to give him an extra week. They've ruled him out. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays the following week, but we'll have to see how this plays out. Shefty, I remember Matt Rule at Baylor saying there was no way he was going to leave Baylor, and then he became the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, right? Um, we also just heard Urban Meyer of the Jaguars say there's no chance he would be leaving for the USC job. Is there a chance that he could leave the Jags? Look, there was speculation all week long swirling around that he could be in play there. Listen, I understand that people say what they want. You can only go by what they're saying right now. Urban Meyer says, no way. I, it's funny, as soon as it was put out there into social media yesterday, uh, you saw the skepticism from the many people out there. So, again, I think when you have the track record that some of these coaches have, inevitably people are going to wonder, question, uh, and comment the way they have with Urban Meyer. But he couldn't have been any more clear about it. He was very adamant that he's staying in Jacksonville. He's not looking. And again, we have to take him at his word. Shefty, um, when could we see Lamar Jackson and the Ravens come together for a contract extension? Max, the fact of the matter is they talked during the summer. They talked during the offseason. They had good productive dialogue. It was certainly moving in the right direction. But Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. And so... Whereas Josh Allen's agent is getting the deal done, whereas we've seen other quarterbacks use their agents to get deals done, Lamar Jackson is more focused on this season and making sure that he plays as well as he can. The Ravens win as many games as they can. And so he wants to stay, and the Ravens want him to stay, and they're going to get this worked out. The question is when. And it's not as easy to do once you're in season, training for the season, when there's not somebody representing you. And so... Again, I, I think that this deal will get done at some point. Nobody seems to be in any great rush to do it. But they've had good productive dialogue. 
Just hasn't gotten done yet. Shefty, speaking of quarterbacks, there's one quarterback that's still on the market, uh, Cam Newton. What buzz are you hearing around the league that, you know, somebody's thinking about a possibility at some point in time of bringing Cam in? Well, look, the obvious spot would be Washington, right? They lose Ryan Fitzpatrick, who they place on injury reserve with a hip injury. And Ron Rivera, the Washington football team head coach, Marty Herney, they know Cam Newton very well from their days together in Carolina. The fact of the matter is right now, right now, they don't appear to be interested. They are staying the course, starting Taylor Heineke tonight against the New York Giants, going to use Kyle Allen, who also played in Carolina, as the backup. And they haven't made a move to Cam Newton yet. Now, they have said that, that that's not their plan. Now, if the game tonight goes off, the team struggles offensively, they lose, quarterbacks don't play well, could Cam come back into the conversation? Yeah, conceivably he could. But that's just not the way that they're thinking going into the game. And so that tells you that Carolina, uh, the former Panthers, Brain Trust, the Patriots, they've moved on from Cam. So to me, it's going to take some kind of injury and some team that has an offensive system that fits Cam because any team that signs him is going to have to adapt its offensive system to Cam Newton's skill set, which is vast. But right now, nobody seems to be doing that. Mm. Thanks a lot, Shefty, the great Adam Schefter, ladies and gentlemen. And, I, and Key, we have a couple minutes here. Um, Thanks, Shefty. I want to uh, ask you something that, that Adam brought up about Urban Meyer jumping I don't know to, anything. to USC. This is what I want to know. Alumni have a lot of uh, influence at USC. Would the Trojans be interested in Urban Meyer? I'm sure they would be interested. I'm sure. I mean, he's, a, he's one of the uh, most prominent coaches in college football when he was there. I'm sure there would be an interest. How how deep that interest lies, who knows? I mean, you know, does he want to live in L.A.? Does he want to deal with traffic? Does he want to have the stress of recruiting in college again, opposed to being able to do certain things a certain way in the professional ranks? Like, it just it just depends. Uh the question is, is he the right fit for what USC wants? So um, I'm the AD, and I, I'm Bon, I call you up, and I say, uh, hey, Key, just want to know how the alumni are feeling about uh, Urban Meyer. You think we should uh, kick the tires, see if there's interest? Yeah, but, but, but it's like anything. Do you want to deal with what comes with Urban Meyer? Do you want to deal with, with all of the stuff? The, the Florida, the Ohio State, the Jacksonville stuff, the negativity. We've, we've gone through, as a university, we've gone through a bunch of negative, not just the football program, whether it was going through the side door, whether it was the, the issues with the doctors. We, we just got a new president two years ago because of all of that. So Keyshawn okay, Johnson's I, recommendation is like, let's be clean, I, clean, clean. Let me, let me just say this. Winning cures everything. Winning cures everything. Now, I know Key gave it to you from the USC side, but if you're Urban Meyer, you're sitting there saying, and I'm not saying that USC wants Urban Meyer, but Urban Meyer should want USC. And I, it comes down to one question for me. Where do you think he has a better chance to be successful at? SC. The Jaguars head coach or USC? I, I think SC. Me I don't well. like what I'm seeing on the Jaguars so far, although he does have a very talented young quarterback. Where are you waiting for me to say something? Yeah, where do you think Urban Meyer has a better <laughs> chance not- for success? SC or or Jacksonville? 
Probably USC. Yeah. Two national championships, 187 and 32 is his record in college. Yeah. Let's be real about it. I mean, he's I one of the all time great college. Let's be coaches. real about it. That's what we and know. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Winning, winning cures everything, is no question about it. But that university is a little different when it comes to winning. They don't, it's, it's a little different, Jay. It ain't like the we SEC. Got five seconds. Different. So let me ask why the QB Washington has isn't necessarily the best one for them coming up. 